Hello, all you crazy cats and kittens. Meow. I was just I was just listening to somebody talk about Carol Baskin on the way here, so that was fresh in my head. I thought I saw somewhere. I didn't look into it. Is there a second season coming out of Tiger or Tiger King? Is there? Yeah. Yeah, that's why they were talking about it. Oh, okay. Cool. That's cool. Cool. cool well, cool, this cool, is cool, the cool, the cool. first season since it never ends of the uh, Solid Zone podcast. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're uh, we're better than average podcast. But just you know, barely. I wasn't going to finish, but you looked at me like, are you going to finish? <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Uh, Ruin the tagline. We're not a podcast about nothing, but we're also not a podcast about any one thing each week. We like to get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, like Carol Baskin. And, she, uh, I wouldn't say she interests me. She does she's not. a murderer. Maybe. Do you Allegedly. Think she Do you think she murdered her husband? She definitely murdered her <laughs> One look at that woman, you're like, well, she killed somebody. Yeah, I agree. She killed somebody, but uh, each week... Uh, we invite you to uh, join us, and more often than not, we invite uh, a guest to come along with us, and uh, the best we can come up with for you this week is evangelist, illusionist. Whoa. Where is he? He just disappeared. Whoa. Jason Alvarado. Oh, he's back. Hey, buddy. Hello, everyone. It's a joy to be here. <laughs> Finally. Finally. There was uh, yeah. a lot of hoops to jump through to make this happen. So uh, many Dare hoops. I say flaming hoops. Yeah, because you guys are real easy to plan with. <laughs> well, you're, you're a real peach yourself there, sweetheart. <laughs> All I'm saying is I was the most flexible. I did a, I they put my foot behind my head. Well, all right. On that happy note, cracks of Jocko goes. Uh, Josh lovingly provided Jason and I with mangoes I this week. So, Mango, so the best thank one. Thank you, sir. And then I got myself an orange because... Orange, you glad I didn't say banana? An afterburner orange. What up, Dave Berg? When are you coming on the podcast, bro? Probably it would help if we tossed out an invite, but still, you should be listening, sir. So, cheers, fellas. Cheers. Jason and I go and grab... That was disgusting. Uh, Jason and I go and grab a Jocko almost every day together at Wawa. Oh. Because you are left you us. Are you guys Instagram official, or is this just, just a low-key thing? No, Facebook official. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So, uh, Jason, this actually, though, not your first time on the podcast. That is accurate. I was that thinking about accurate. that on the way here. You're not a first-time guest. You're a return guest. I am a return guest. We've tried to very unsuccessfully like start some buzz about the fact that there is this unplayed, unheard, I believe, like three-hour-long, if I'm remembering right, episode yeah. zero of yeah. the Solid Summit podcast mm. floating out there. Uh, and no one cares. No one wants to hear it. Nobody's interested. But uh, once upon a time, before we, before we were the professional media broadcasters that we are now, mm-hmm, true. we did an episode zero uh, with no intention to ever post it, just to try out the gear, see if this thing worked, see if it had any chemistry, and uh, in the process of wanting to try out doing a remote with our technology, we called Jason. That's true. I remember that night. You called me. I didn't answer. No, yeah. And I think you text me, you're like, hey, call us. And then whatever, I don't know how we got on the call, but then my four-year-old or one-year-old was having a meltdown. Yeah, he was literally screaming, screaming. into we, your we've phone. We've actually trained him to do that. It's like- <laughs> It's your way of getting off the phone. It's and- actually a security alarm. It's free. So we just have a terrified child hiding in the bathroom. No, it's if you don't want to talk to people or have obligations, you just go, yeah. Jericho, start, start, start screaming. Yeah. I just I just spank him for no reason. If I want to get out of a situation I don't like, <laughs> it's usually my goal. So Jason is probably like our closest shared friend. There's lots of people 
that Josh I'll do and, longer. that Josh and I are both friends with. Uh, but Jason's probably the closest to both of us of all those people. I sure. don't know that that makes any part of this any more relevant. But I say that to say it took a shockingly long time for you to come on that is an true. actual episode of the podcast. What episode is this? 28? Are this, you kidding me? This will be 28. This is episode wow. 28. And uh, what's funny about it is if you know Jason, um, if there's one thing... Well, if there's two things you can say that are definitely positively true about Jason, it's that he's got an unreasonably beautiful head of hair. That is very true. And always has. And that he's an encourager. I am an encourager. I encourage you for saying that. Whatever your dream is, Jason will will encourage you in that. That's true. Um, And yet, when it came time to put his money where his mouth is and actually support an effort. 28 weeks later. Uh, he's been nowhere to be found. Is well, it 28 or technically 29 It's weeks been crickets. Later. It's actually probably like 30 or 31 because we did episode 19 and a half and there was mm. episode zero. Mm. Mm. Wow. So and, what uh, gives? Now, so you're saying... I will say to his credit, he jumped right on the Patreon support. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you hitting the right button I was just, on the first you know, try. I believe in the solid seven, but I'm a solid five, so I didn't think I was welcome. <laughs> and uh, but here I am. Yeah, no, I, it's it's funny. It is a little bit conspicuous that you haven't been on. Just in that, anybody who knows us would have thought if anybody's going to be on their podcast, it would be Jason. And it's just busy schedules. <laughs> I don't know why. Busy. I schedules, honestly busy thought you would be more of a reoccurring guest. Well, what, what, let's start that tradition right now. Well, the the tough thing is like what makes it tough for you to come on the show is the same thing that makes it tough uh, for you annoys Josh about recording with me period True. which is just like cuz you're there the podcast doesn't <laughs> the podcast doesn't pay the bills yet doesn't pay the bills yet that's true right so we've got real jobs so we're all working around that uh, but then i've got a couple of little kids at home right mm-hmm. so we we schedule recording around that and then you've got a couple of little kids at yep. home so that makes it challenging on your side so when we're like hey jason do you want to record with us at nine o'clock at night on a thursday uh it's a it's a hard pass that's true that's true coming from a wednesday night and then i'm like all right so i have a wednesday night at church a thursday night at nine o'clock and then once a month we have a friday night here i'm like yeah i'd rather eat a piranha so I wonder if piranhas are good. Can you eat a piranha? Let's go to, <laughs> there's probably a place that sells them in a market somewhere, but we'll talk about that. You later. can't eat. What are those uh, crazy, crazy looking fish? They're like both endangered and uh, invasive. Gosh, what are those things called? They had one on, like there's a whole episode of new girl built around it. Zebrafish, lionfish. Look up a lionfish. Somebody look up a lionfish. What's a lionfish? A look lionfish. Like? It's a big spiky fish. Lionfish. Yeah, it's those big spiky guys. Yeah. Okay. You can Tell eat those something. and it's delicious. Really? We Let were we were out on the coast. Oh my gosh, it's a tropical fruit. Yeah, but they're they're like <laughs> invasive and they're a big problem. So they're actually trying to encourage restaurants to put them on the menu to create a market for them. Wow. But so, are they, aren't they like deadly? You can die from being stabbed by one of the spikes. Them. I don't know. The spikes. I was fine. The spikes I was you fine. Can, you can I think those giant things yeah I, you. I didn't eat the spikes they take those off well yeah that's but, what i'm saying uh, yeah. but i think the spikes can kill can't really? they? No, we had family in town from know. illinois they were staying on the coast we went over there we ate at your typical coastal seafood place and sure enough they had it on the menu and wow. it was fantastic wow so get yourself some lionfish people if you're not lying about that i'd sign up so i don't know if you can eat a piranha but you can't eat a lionfish and here we are here we are 
A lionfish. We should have I had some brought in for this. We should have. We should be eating lionfish. We a, should eat lions. A better podcast, something from an eight to a ten, would have had lionfish it here. I guess the lion is like the hair. It kind of looks like a lion. Is that the idea? Who knows where words come from? I lied. It doesn't kill humans. It, 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 it There can be fatalities in very young children. If you choke on it while you're eating it. No, I'm talking about the, the venom and the spikes. Got you. But uh, it can cause extreme pain, nausea, vomiting, fever, breathing difficulties, convulsions, dizziness, redness on the affected area, headache, numbness, wow. uh, and uh, other things, diarrhea. <laughs> and Venom, of course, a famous Marvel character. And now we're right back to the MCU and welcome to the Solid 7 Podcast. Amen. Jason, of course, Tell me. very knowledgeable about comic books and comic book movies. Oh my gosh, yes. We but saw Spider-Man 2 together in theaters. We did. We did. Dang, that's throwback. That is a long time ago. Ah, wrong one. <laughs> Get it together. We did. There. So, Spider Man, we saw both, I thought. We might have saw the first and second one. Yep, I picked him up when he was a scrubby little kid and we yeah. saw it. My parents should have been more alarmed of why this strange Mexican strange, man was like, picking up to their, I like their to young kids son. to see movies. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but they, they, they trusted me. They did. So, <laughs> Uh, Jason is I'm known for giving the advice like be careful who you befriend because some of them will stick that's true mm. <laughs> and uh, so Jason and I met going to youth group that must have been 1997 1998 I, so. I had this uh, Chevy little single cab Chevy S10 that I was driving around at the time and uh, I'd be I'd be leaving church and here's Jason on his little like Walmart huffy mountain bike. It's like ten o'clock at night. He's like, I'm just gonna ride my bike home. I'm like, bro, you put yep. your put your bike in the back of my truck, and uh, now I can't get rid of him. So listen, don't pick up hitchhikers and don't give rides to strangers. Yes, that's very true. My I'd always be like, hey mom, church is tonight. Can you take me? She's like, you got a bike? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And she'd be like, have fun. And I'm like, it's hailing. And she'd be like. Have a good time. Wear a raincoat. There's a helmet. clown at the end of the driveway telling me to come out, and yeah. he has puppies. He wants to give me mom. Can he you wants take to me? give me a lionfish spike, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then Kale will give me rides home, and and then we've been friends ever since. That's that is our X Men origin story. It really is. Man, yeah. that movie was terrible. Now, somewhere of, along yeah. the lines, we All formed of them we, been. <laughs> So somewhere in the process of that story, and I don't remember how or why it started, and hope that it never ends. Somewhere along the lines. Like vile, vile hatred became oh our, became our love language, yes, yes, and it makes everyone else super uncomfortable. It and it's really my does. favorite thing. It really does in the whole world. I tell you often that I I hate you with an everlasting love. Yeah, and I mean that. Wait a minute. I I often tell Jason that I look forward to helping Lauda and the kids move out when she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! Yeah, no, that's that's true. Uh, that's true. He does tell yeah, me that, and I so. counseling has gotten really expensive but uh so i mean you know we led with it uh pastor evangelist and i mean we can tell the story of how how you landed there if we want but i think the more interesting title the more interesting accolade is illusionist yes and uh i I think our listeners have come accustomed to that sounds like it would be sarcasm or that we'd be marking mocking you but that it's legitimate it's both. You are a. Now, what's what's the? <laughs> uh, now what what differentiates between a magician and an illusionist? So, a magician is. Which one worships Satan? Chris which Angel. Ev- <laughs> David Blaine. Not not which one specifically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think David Blaine's like all Satanist. As everyone I acts love like David Blaine. He's dope. 
He's I just. I David think he just weirds people out on purpose. Yeah, like he's his, a troll. His shtick is so odd. Yeah, but he's he's more accustomed to like the legit Houdini. Like, yeah, that's Blaine. Yeah, for well, sure. and he does more like uh, he's got great close up magic. You can see that in his specials. Mm-hmm. But he's just gone so far down this rabbit hole of of like physical feats. Yeah, yeah. and I don't I don't know if people understand like a lot of that stuff's not illusion. A lot yeah. of that stuff he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he almost broke a world record yeah. for holding his breath. He trained and like he would go to high altitudes and sleep there all night and did all kinds of experiments. He did um, some deep diving for that one broadcast. It was yeah. incredible. But Blaine made the whole magician world mad because he went out onto the street and he was doing just basic close-up tricks, like the stuff that any amateur magician can do. But he had this brilliant idea of people falling around the camera yeah and you get one person freaking out on the street and that's it so i respect blaine i do not like at all chris angel he's a joke well he's been proven to be fake time it's all Whoa. camera and editing oh and yeah that's true all and fake. blaine has some some fake things too but angel is just i don't have any respect for a performer that like openly like just insults their uh viewers i'm yeah. like like come on anyways are you ready that's my rant about him. But I love Blaine because he is like Houdini in the sense that he does these giant, human, crazy, difficult things. And that was what Houdini was known for. Yeah. One of the things, of course. But that's that not so much your bag. No, I am not getting in a straight jacket. I mean, I, could, I probably going to end whatsoever. up in one. Um, but uh, but that's at the end of the story. Um, no, yeah. he. No, I'm not that. So an illusionist is someone, well, if we go nerding on it, that's a new word I just came up with. Um, if we go really nerd on it, it is um, somebody who does like the grand illusions, like sawing somebody in half or making somebody disappear. That's called an illusionist. And then when I started traveling, I I realized that people were kind of not really on me saying I'm a magician. So I was like, okay, what doesn't offend you? Okay. And Karen said illusionist. And so I said, sure, call me that. So this you're saying like most – so you like – Yes, you're a pastor, you've traveled as an evangelist, but you do a lot of like uh, motivational speaking. You do, mm-hmm. in fact, live in a van down by the river. I do, with Chris Farley. Um, and, uh, but so in the context, so like I w- wouldn't think like schools and stuff booking you would care less about you calling they yourself a magician. But if you're going to do mm-hmm. uh, like evangelist stuff, but you're incorporating the the, the illusion stuff, yeah. they didn't like Yeah, they didn't like magician. that. And then for the corporate stuff, which um, I dream the impossible dot com. Uh, no, I I definitely milk that niche because it can hit both demographics, and then I always coupled them with school assemblies so I could then invite them to like a service where we right. did something evangelistic. And how did you get into this? So I was um, I was in master's commission, which is like a Bible college. Hey, he's on my website. It's so gorgeous. I dream the impossible dot com. Not secure. No HTTPS. What happened to Shadow the Illusion? Anyways, yeah. Never mind. Well, um, yeah. So I basically, when I was in Bible college or whatever, I was trying to come up with a way to draw people to look at, you know, a, 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 some kind of encounter where I could evangelize or share my faith with them. And nobody cared. And then all of a sudden, I somebody taught me a card trick, and I was like, maybe this is the one thing I can do by myself that can draw a crowd. So I nagged this kid's pastor who um, who actually I bump into from time to time when I was traveling. He'd be at this church, and he just he was just so happy that he showed me my first card trick. So I, he taught me that, and then as soon as I learned it, true story, like I would go 
out every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. This is pre-marriage days. And I'd be evangelizing till 11 o'clock at night using magic. So I tell people all the time, I'm really good on stage as a performer or whatever. Uh, you know, humbly say that. I feel comfortable performing on stage. But up close, I think I'm like a ninja. So anyways. I I will I will say fair fair assessment un unbiased yeah right like I uh I knock like I know what I'm doing I knock some of your close up card handling mm -hmm. and there's definitely guys out there who card handling is oh, yeah. it's an an unbelievable level it's inhuman kind of what they can do mm -hmm. but I'll say this so so if you've ever uh, listeners seen a, a magician like a street magician anybody like that do a series of card tricks with a person where the same card, they keep getting the same card, no matter what they do, all kinds of different versions of whatever, draw the card this way, pick it up this way, they keep getting the same card. That's referred to as an ambitious card routine. Mm -hmm. And every street magician, every close-up magician worth his salt has an ambitious card routine. Yeah. And I'm going to say, regardless of who I've watched, your ambitious card routine has got to be mm -hmm. one of the best. Not that it's yeah. like groundbreaking like, I don't know that there's any tricks in that you developed on your own, any techniques, but you've just gotten it so yeah, smooth. Man. Yeah. And it's just so that. fun to watch people no, react I've to that. I've done that ambitious card trick probably over a thousand times yeah. on the street. Oh, it's, well over. Yeah. Got and it. I mean, you've been doing that for I mean, well over least, a decade. Well, yeah. I mean, I was traveling for 10 years on yeah. the road and then probably eight years before that. So almost 20 years yeah. I've been doing that one. Your routine. website says you've been doing it for the last 10 years. So that website is old. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Whose fault is that Jocko? Um, um, yeah, I own it. But uh, no, your coin magic's gotten good to you. I, I, I'll say that. I like your close up magic more than your stage magic. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, well, coin magic is like, if, a, if you want to know of a magician, a street magician is really good. Look at his coin magic because there's nothing to hide. There's no 52 other ways to hide something within it. It's like literally your hands yeah. and a coin. So I love that. Yeah. I've learned. So once upon a time you produced like a magic DVD, like learn how to do tricks, mm -hmm. which I still have somewhere in my stuff. Um, so like I learned enough from you to kind of start to pick apart what yeah. some people are doing and watch for some things. And you can kind of see some stuff. I mean, I said, do you remember that one I sent you the other day? There's, uh, it's like this young Asian guy at a table and he does very basic, like sleeves pulled up. He's at a bare table. It's, there's no cuts. It's one camera shot and like a 50 cent piece size coin. And he does a vanish with it. I can't figure out. Mm. And I don't think it was movie making magic. Some of these guys, man, it's oh just insane. Yeah. Like, well, I, I need, I would need to see that clip to kind of maybe give an idea, but yeah, there's some stuff that you can do. And then even like, um, something called black art, which is really big on all the social media stuff. And what that is, it's the really evil magic, right? Like, <laughs> Uh, no, it's, uh, it's called black art and basically it's, it's you, it's a way to do like CGI type effects, uh, on a camera without like CGI effects. So if you place something black in front of something black, you've then created invisibly a hiding spot. Right. So you can throw this, say this black shape on top of an object and because it blends in with the camouflages with the table, it's invisible. And so I've seen guys do some stuff that literally looks like something crazy out of it. Yeah. Did you figure out the milk and the cups no. video yet? 
No, yeah. I, I think, I mean, I've seen that one making the rounds of like, uh, I'm not on TikTok, but like Reels and stuff, which let's be honest, Reels is just reposted TikToks. Mm. And that one's been making the rounds. Like That's where I first saw it. I think a lot of people have probably seen that one. Mm-hmm. Where the guy's pouring it from a small glass. It's a very small cup. Yeah. He has three cups all increasing in size. He takes a really small cup, pours it into the medium, then takes the medium, pours it into the large, right? And then takes the large and pours it into the even regular size cup. And then he takes that big cup and it keeps filling every time. But the, but the, then it goes, the original then it goes cups all the way are, back down. Right. And then yeah. he, every cup is emptying completely out, but then the bigger cup is getting filled. Then the very last cup, mm-hmm. he's able to pour that milk back into each cup that he just poured out of. And every single cup is full to the brim. Yeah. But you start with a little cup. Yeah. It, it breaks my brain. Now, now, if he was just going from small to big, I could maybe figure out how that would happen. Like, cause the cup looks like it's a big cup, but it's really compact. I, that's what I was thinking too. Is this a but forced when perspective? when he goes back into pouring it into the smaller cups. This is my guess. I, I think it's a mirror cup. I'm guessing. Cup I think everything but the small cup is gaffed. Yeah. Ga- so gaff listeners is magician speak for like it's, it's gimmicked, right? It's, it, it's something other than what it appears to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the small cup is normal. I think the medium cup and the large cup, I think have spacers that you can't see. Yeah. So it's the, the liquid isn't filling up as much volume as it looks like. I think the fourth thing that he pours it into is gaffed so that I think it's already holding liquid that it doesn't appear to be so that then when he goes to fill them all back up, He's using liquid that was already in that one. That's yeah, my guess. I, I thought the same thing, but my first thought was that it was a mirror cup. So like like right dividing the cup in half is this mirror. And on the other side of that is another compartment that can hold liquid. But then I saw all the way through it. So then I was like, oh, that's out the window. If I could see through it, it's not a mirror. And I could see what he was wearing and stuff like this. So I don't know. It's a good. It's It was really cool. And um, I'm excited because. I mean, I, I think magic is is always going to be a thing. I mean, the magi performed for Pharaoh. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, so like entertaining using this craft is really something that's not going away. And I think three magicians now have won America's Got Talent. So that always went. When one I was guy traveling, from here. Right. I think one guy graduated from the same high school as my wife. Oh, are you talking about Kostya Kimlet? Yeah, you know him, yes. right? Yeah. 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 Nerd. Uh, I am. Uh, I don't know if he won. Did he win? Uh, he, I know he, got he either won there. or he still like I think he booked like a Vegas show or something. So I don't oh, know yeah. if he got theirs. But my my wife actually her twenty year reunion was just like last week, and he's like the one person everybody was like I wonder if I wonder if he'll show up because yeah. he's like the person from the, their class who's like right. really made it and is he known. Is insane. And, uh, he, he's anticlimactic. He he didn't come, but yeah, he's yeah. Penn maybe that's Teller. what I'm thinking. Of seeing yeah. him from is from mm-hmm. Penn and Teller. Maybe and he fooled them. Yeah. Because he can, he can do this thing where he can take, a, a, he can have somebody else mismatch a deck of cards, so like shuffle them face up, face down by themselves, and like within seconds, just by twisting the cards, get every card in perfect order. I mean, it is, and literally when you're watching Penn and Teller watch him, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna break your hands," because he knows he's doing the move, yeah, but he can't see it. And yeah, so, no, it's crazy. So it's, when you're using it. Um uh, like obviously you're using it to gather attention if you're doing like street stuff. Uh, but when you're using it, like uh, either whether you're, you're someplace speaking as a pastor or you're someplace just, you know, doing motivational type stuff. What, what's your tack? Is it more of like a don't believe your lion eyes type thing? Mm-hmm. Like, even though, is it the leap of like, not only is it okay to believe in things you can't see, like that doesn't make something not true, but you can't necessarily believe everything you you see. Like there's more to truth than what you can and can't see. Yeah. So is that your angle? Yeah, or? I, I like kind of just talking about how easy it is to fool the mind 
And so when I'm going in the corporate realm, like, and it, when I did the cruise ship stuff, like, that was fun. Like, my wife and I did a cruise ship, so we had, like, a crazy summer, and then all of a sudden I get a call to come be a cruise ship magician. And I was like, hold up, you're going to pay me to go on a cruise. <laughs> and uh, yes, and so we did it, and it was That's awesome. awesome. How was, long was the cruise? It was like a week and a half, and nice. so we did... But it kept coming back every two days, so we would do shows every two days, kind of a thing. And we went to this little island in the Bahamas. I didn't care. I was having ribeye. Like, what size venue were you in? Um, probably a two hundred seat auditorium. That's so it you're doing really stage cool. stuff. Like oh yeah, that? this was stage. Wow. this was stage. And and to be honest, I didn't like it <laughs> because yeah. it mm. was just so. I mean, I'm in a bar, and like, I don't know. There was a part of me that just felt like. And one cool thing is, was I always try to at least do this with some intention to bring some kind of message. And this seemed purely entertainment. And yeah. that just kind of, I don't know what it was. It just, I wasn't emotionally invested and connected to it because of that. But there was a night where it was 4th of July. So I got to talk about like America. And so yeah. I, I did this thing where I like, you know, what America stands for, if if I could say it in one word, is hope. Like, yeah. It's just, just this shining city on a hill and so i just got to spin it that way and that made me feel good and in fact that night people were like crying in the audience and they came up to me it's like i've never seen a magician make me cry before and that was kind of a cool experience but for the corporate stuff i try to usually go with like you know your mind can fool you and yeah. we're limited um a lot of the times not by reality but by our mentality see i would think like knowing you which the cruise ships really really didn't uh, or the booker really didn't, but like the best re use of you, like you would be awesome on a cruise ship to me of like, hey, just go roam wild yes. and do magic for people and yeah. interact. Yeah. Like that would be your sweet, and people would love it. That yeah. would be your and sweet spot. more of a spot. parlor kind of a thing. So yeah. a small venue, like a coffee shop or something like that. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Because you, you are, which boggles my mind, a, an, a, an actual legitimate people person. Like you like people. I do. I don't get it, what but you do. Like? Um, it, well, you know, you just basically just try not to be a jerk, and, and that's Wait, about it. Wait, what is that like? <laughs> so I am not familiar with the. Yeah. So no, you do, but I will, before we move on, have, just while I'm thinking about, have you ever seen the episode of West Wing with Penn and Teller on it? Mm-mm. So your your Fourth of July, like they burn the flag or something they, like that. They do this trick. It was uh, I, I really enjoyed. Like I like Penn Teller. A, a lot 100 percent. i would like for him to find jesus but i like penn a lot i like him as a libertarian i like him as a performer mm -hmm. there if i tell you what listener if you haven't ever seen it look up penn and teller cup and balls trick oh. because they do a video where they're showing you how they do everything see-through so they're mm -hmm. showing you how they do their cup and balls trick and then they're tricking you even though you're seeing everything they're yeah. doing. It's not just an – it's an incredible routine. But So they guessed it on West Wing. And the setup here is that they've come to the White House to do a show for the president's daughter's birthday. And they do this trick. They close their show with this trick where they fold up an American flag and they actually roll it up inside of like a reprint constitution or declaration of independence. And then they hold a flame up to the end, and there's this flash of fire through the rolled up, I think it's a declaration, mm -hmm. and they unroll it, and the flag is gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, Penn's making the point, doing the trick, in again, in the show, um, but of, 
like you can burn this symbol, but the thing it represents still stands. Like That's the flag's cool. gone, yeah. but the declaration's still still there, right? And so of course people are up in arms. Like this leaks to the media and it's like and it's a Democrat president in that show and it's like, oh, the president hosted a flag burning. Yeah. And so all they're wanting Penn and Teller to do is come out and say, it was it was just an illusion. Right. We didn't burn the flag. The flag is fine. And Penn, like he's not playing a character on the show. He's just being him. So I'm mm-hmm. sure it's scripted. But this one guy on the show, Josh Lyman, who's an awesome character. He is my spirit animal. He's like, we just want you to tell people, like, if you burned the flag or not. He's like, I don't know. Did we? Like, he's just being coy magician about it. But I actually really loved the symbolism and the message yeah. of it. Like, It seems dumb to be mad about. Obviously, it's a, it's a trick. Yeah, but I but mean the, the optics of just something even, so even even then the, media. The, the flag was gone though like it disappeared it like evaporated yeah. through the flag and, yeah. and I think the message got missed too. It's like yeah, you can't destroy this symbol even yeah. if you tried. So and people I mean, just seem dumb, and that's where I come that's down true. on that. Like I'm actually not pro like an anti-flag burning law. I get I get incredibly upset and angry when I see a flag being burned or when I pe- see people like lay them down on the ground to stomp on them. Yeah, right, but. What's more important to me than that piece of cloth is what it represents it. and what it represents still stands. Like if I can't, mm-hmm. if I don't support their right to do that, you know what I mean? Like my right to speak out against it is the same as their right to do it. Like it's just, it's protected speech. Mm-hmm. It's dumb, but it's protected speech. Sure. And then, then we have the right to not engage in that behavior or observe it. You're like, hey, you want to go do that? Merry Christmas. Have a nice life. I'm going to go enjoy freedom and ignore you. Yeah. You know, it's the fact that the, the struggle is that when we're forced to celebrate that behavior, that always frightens right. me. Where we're encouraged to stand behind this, you know, protest or whatever. But just, the, you know, this idea of, of like hate speech and all that stuff. Oh, we're, we're for free speech, but not not hate speech. Like there needs to be limitations. Like it's the worst speech, the most abhorrent things that could be said are the only things that need free speech protection, mm-hmm. right? Like th- that's what needs protected because the problem is once you go down that road is who's defining it then? Who, who gets to define what's abhorrent? Who gets to define what's hate speech and you might like it while you're on the side of who gets to decide but the second it flips it's a problem and and you and you can't undo it so it's you know can you scream fire in a theater no so should there be some limitations obviously should they be absolutely minimal yeah yeah i think so Mm -hmm. but even screaming fire that's a call to action that's like hey you go do this something that's not true yeah um yeah pendulette is he is he is my favorite probably uh, non-believer yeah because i just love that he is in the libertarian sense like just like no like do your thing pr- proselytize tell me tell me your opinion <sighs> tell me your truth I, I appreciate that that video of him talking about like he in- highly encourages people to like whatever you believe like you should proselytize this like if you really like if you really thought a train was barreling down on me, yeah. would you not do everything in your power to get you out of the way? Yeah. So if you really think there is a heaven and hell, why would you not do everything you can to let someone know about that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang it, this is coming from like an atheist though. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah there's actually a really touching video of him. Like he's yeah. moved to tears talking about somebody who gave him. I think it was like their personal Bible. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's I not can play the video right now if you want. It's not necessarily that he thinks there's truth there. He's moved by their level of love and concern mm-hmm. for him even as a stranger, he, he's somebody who, man, I'll be surprised. I'll, I'll be surprised if he doesn't um, end up a Christian. 
um, just because I I think he's somebody who is genuinely open to and seeking truth. I really think he is. Yeah. Um, Do you want to watch the video? Uh, 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 yeah. How long is it? Three minutes. It's a little long. It's a little long. All right. It's a little long. We'll, right. we'll put it's, it. We'll put it in the show notes. Put it in the show notes. Hmm. It, I got some. Is a I got some video. other audio I want to play for the people today. My God, that we'll get to. Help so us. let's pass on you. All right, fine, fine, fine. We just we're gonna skip inspirational stuff and well, play a fart. Play a fart joke. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Normally now, Jason again, encourager, good, 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 long, long time friend. He was in my wedding. I wasn't in his. Good, good, long time. <laughs> Uh, friend, but um, uh, not uh, not a Patreon supporter, not not a listener, not a listener. I have listened, Jason. To Jason says, Jason says, bike. and I quote: Jason says, "I talk to you idiots all the time." Why that would is I listen accurate. To That's true. Because when I started Jason's listening, like, to I live it. Every episode I listen to, I'm like, "This is literally us at lunch." Like that's all we shtick. do, that's good. That, that means we're achieving the desired format. So that's why I'm going. Why am I going to listen to a conversation I'm not a part of? Because we need I. the plays. We need the plays. Bro. Yeah, Just put so, it on play in the background. Yeah. Anyway, so Jason doesn't understand. So I say all that because Jason doesn't understand that. Yes, I am in fact the one that typically brings up the fart jokes. That is that is my role. That's true. It's also a problem on the you Solid have. Seven send you podcast. To a so, uh, <laughs> but no, we'll put the link to the Penn Jillette video in the show notes. Yeah, and I appreciate Penn Jillette. And then the other thing I love about him, just lastly, or about that at least, um, is um, if you ever go see them perform. So there's a buddy of mine, he's named Shake. He's a pastor. Uh, he was here for a while. Um, he said he goes and he sees them and they literally, like when you go see these performers or any performer really, like they really don't interact after the show with the fans. Penn Jillette and uh, Penn and Teller, they both are out. So this was at Universal in Orlando. Yeah. They are literally out, like outside, hanging out for like two hours. Yeah. Wow. Like hanging out with everybody. And and he said, Shake was there. And so he sees him and then he's just talking. And he's like, wait a minute, it's been 45 minutes. And they're still just walking around talking yeah. to people. And the one thing he said Penn kept saying was, hey, boss, thanks for being here. And so then he goes, why do you keep calling everybody boss? And he goes, because you're my boss tonight. If you didn't come here and employ me, I wouldn't have been paid for that. So well, just that that personality, that mentality, that, it's just really just a kind of a cool thing. So, yeah. so the going even full circle, like when I look at Chris Angel, he just isn't that guy, right? Just, and, and David Blaine is, and Penn and Teller are these just people who genuinely value the audience, yeah. and want to give them something that's. I, know, I, th- I think that's always really compelling when you see that, regardless of of what genre you see it in. Like mm-hmm. it sticks out to me that. Uh, our pro soccer team here in Orlando, Orlando City. They uh, their their inaugural season in top tier soccer here, football for those of you across the pond. Um, they signed Ricardo Kaká, so famous famous footballer from Brazil. You know, uh, you play just he's played for the biggest teams. At the time that he, they signed him here, he he had the biggest social media following in the world. So he wasn't Whoa. really well known in America, but incredibly famous worldwide. Yeah. I don't think that's true anymore with the you know since social media has blown up even more. But had the most followers in the world at the time that we signed him. And so before that inaugural season, they did an open practice one night at the stadium. This was the what was then the Citrus Bowl here in town. So that seats like sixty five thousand people. So it wasn't full, but it was a it was a big crowd. And so they did an open practice. You could come out and watch. They had the coach mic'd up. You could kind of hear how he ran practice and whatever. And afterwards, they were doing signings on the field. And based on different things, you could get access to go down on the field and get things signed. And I actually I got to. Um, 
people calling me the Kaka or Ricky. So I, I got to Ricky really, really quick. So I actually got one of his jerseys signed that I've got in my closet. Super, super nice guy. But what I heard after the fact, so I got to him right away. I got to some of the other guys and we pieced out. He, he stayed like, I want to say it was like two hours beyond the published end time for that thing because there were still people waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And there's like handlers from the team trying to like save him, trying to bail him out. And he keeps blowing them off. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm done when they're gone. Yeah. And it's just, you know, here's this guy doesn't need to work another day in his life. Doesn't need to kick another soccer ball. Doesn't need to make another TV appearance. Doesn't, doesn't need any of it, but understands that he's where he's at because of these people who are standing there. Mm-hmm. And this was the thing he could do for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I can play, I can entertain you. I can play soccer. Well, and I can acknowledge you and honor you when I get the chance. And anytime you see that, you know, like a lot of comedians to their credit are like that. A lot of them will stick around after a show and, and stuff like that. And it's just always, it just makes you want to support them more. It just makes you that much more of a fan. Yeah. It makes you, it just speaks to his character too. Yeah. Like just the fact that he understands the value of the people he's serving. That's, that's important. Well, and I think what's so moving about it is just the lack of entitlement. Yeah. Right. And he has every right to be entitled, uh-huh. you know? That's cool. Yeah. All right. And that's the show. That was a good lull. (laughs) That was a good lull. No. So, um, so pastor dad now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For a few years. Two kids. You tricked some uh, woman into marrying you. I know. That was the greatest trick of all. That is the greatest. greatest I have no idea. You're constantly still tricking her. Yes. Stay. Every day I'm like, please don't leave me. Now we can, again, we notice the time we can cut this out. If you think she'll, this will make her uncomfortable, but, Jason actually managed to land the girl that everybody around had a crush on That's at one true. point in time. That's like true. you would be hard pressed to find a guy in Pretty our in our school. youth group in our youth church that didn't crush on Jason's wife at one time or another, and he's the one. He's the one that pulled it off. I and know. I credit the hair. The hair is adorable. I, I I am adorable. If that hairline recedes, it's over for you, Jack. Yeah, I will. Is your dad bald? My dad is not bald. What's it like to have a dad? Um, so speaking of awkward, um, no. And I remember, I remember, I was like crushing on her, and then you were like, "Dude, just ask her out." And I'm like, "Have you lost your mind?" And I think, I think all of us when we first start like like liking somebody who is way out of our league, we go, "There's not a chance." Yeah. So God is real. I forgot that. I forgot that <laughs> there I is had, a God. Yeah, I forgot that I had uh, cause to take full all. credit for your you did, all of you your happy all of your happiness. Well, not all of it, but if there <laughs> is a God, then what are all these churches for, Jason? And again, who is Jesus' dad? <laughs> this again, this probably ruins our chances at like a future big name booking. But Jason also prior to this was in Tell a long term relationship. Oh God! With somebody who is, we will just say, a national recording artist. She is, and one of my favorite things when we worked the same place was just to, and it was a bad, it was a bad breakup. Oh, I mean, Jesus, hey, it, help us! It, it the worked, odds of it, her ever hearing this, it worked out great for you. Slim to are you kidding me? Like she and I are friendly, but she's friends, friends with my wife. That's cool. Um, oh. But uh, so, but it was a bad breakup. Yes. It was hard on Jason, and again. Oof. 
Thank, thank God for the way things. Did thank you get God for, shingles though? <laughs> I did not get shingles, <laughs> so, so that it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so thank God for unanswered prayers. Thank Amen. you, Garth, Garth Brooks, for that song. Oh. But one of my favorite things with Jason and I still work together was just to play her music oh. loud from my desk. <laughs> and this was like right after like the most brutal, oh. savage, heartbreaking breakup. And it's and he's sitting there playing her songs, and I'm like, her? because I, she's like. She's made it. She oh, has yeah. no. Made it. When I yeah. say national recording artist, if we said the name and I'm not going to, you would you, all know her. You in would. The Christian you would world. probably know. And it's true. And she, if you Google, did pop right away. First choice. But um, and so sometimes it was to troll you. Sometimes it was legit. Her Christmas album still one of my favorites. You tell me and that I'm not even sorry. I'm not even sorry. You haven't listened to it. You don't play it. I have in the not car. listened to it. But you know, at the I, I'm so <laughs> want to teach those songs to your children. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <That'd be awesome. laughs> your son singing one of her songs would that make would be, my life. That would be amazing. <laughs> Just a dent in your fender, bro. Just <laughs> and there, it there is. it is. Um, yeah, and it doesn't hurt anymore. And I'm so happy. <laughs> I would hope it at still doesn't hurt. At the beginning, it was horrible. I was like. I hate you, Ko. I really hope you eat a lionfish spike. And, and, <laughs> a lionfish and, spike. And who do you have to thank for that callus? Huh? Big fat me. That is true. Well, you're half right. Um, uh, the, yeah, yeah. Nope, you're right. I had to type you, six letters before her name popped up. Wow, that's so, not bad because you can type my whole name and get a big fat one, two, nothing. Three, four, five, six, seven. I typed seven letters before her name popped up. So, my gosh. But anyways, thank you, hey. Lord. Uh, Emily McCarthy just uh, reshared our uh, our Instagram story. Come on, somebody! Hey, Emily. So now she's but, creeped uh, out and she unfollowed. <laughs> yeah, if you're uh, if you're not caught up, Emily was our awesome CIA. awesome guest from Go Ruck episode mm-hmm. twenty six. Go check it out. We're, we're looking forward to uh, seeing them again in November. The fact so. that you got to do that is pretty incredible. Oh my gosh! I still I really I probably someone if they have not been fired for booking that probably still still should be. That was amazing. Yeah, it was it was a mistake on on their part. No, we we had a great time. She I'm was serious. Like, have just you listened to that episode? Parts of it. <laughs> but no, parts I'm just of it, so I think excited. So I'm just so excited that you no. got to do that and no. uh, like her qualifications. Oh my gosh! I mean, just amazing, yeah. amazing. And it's a legit corporation, legit company with an awesome mission that you have investment yeah. into, you're connected to. So, I mean, good on you. And I am excited to be able to announce to our, our listeners here on the episode that Jason has agreed to to man up and sign up and come do the Star Course with us on November 6th. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that, that Jason's going to throw a ruck on and come out and, That's and do that with us. You invited see- me last time. I was like, I already I already carried my kid for 30 minutes. <laughs> like, I well, Lauda and- carried him for nine months, okay, buddy? That's so true. That's true. You got a lot of catching up to do. That's true. That's accurate. I can't picture you doing anything physical. I don't. I refuse to. You should come do it with us, dude. It's totally doable. You'll have a blast. I will I lay promise. a fleece before the Lord. Oh, just come do it. Just come do it. Look, I've made one other person this offer. Oh, I will gosh. make this to you. I've made one Whoa, other person I'm this offer. I'm already leaned in, interested. <laughs> if you now, I I do think you should come do the Chad 1000x with us in advance. But I'll give you a pass. You know on, how I feel about that. Chads. I'll give you a pass on that. But if you sign up to do the Star Course, and you come and do it with us. And when we're done, you go, I really regret doing this. This was a waste of both my time and my money. I'll reimburse you the registration fee. Question. What is a Starverse? Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean Star Lord? Star um, Lord? Okay. It's... Who is Jesus' dad? <laughs> 
Well, the Star Course, Star as, Course, as listeners to our podcast, actual listeners to our That's podcast, true. supporters will know, is an event that GORUCK does. It's based on uh, something that um, Army Special Forces have to do in their in their training mm-hmm. to become uh, Green Berets, also called a Star Course. So the way GORUCK want, runs it. Uh, you have a starting location and a starting time, and you get given a list of waypoints, of locations. Mm-hmm. And the only task you have, you have to have a minimum amount of weight on your back. If you're over 100... What about the guilt that I had not listened to more episodes? If what about that uh, weight? It doesn't. It's dry weight, so guilt weight doesn't count. So at, at your so weight, dumb. I'm assuming you're just over 150. At your How weight, dare you? At your weight, you have to have just 20 pounds, which is nothing. On True. on your back, dry weight. So like I mean, water it's something. and stuff. It's twenty pounds. Water and stuff it's doesn't nothing. water. But you've been on a few wrecks with me now. No, you really, said it was nothing. I'm saying no, it's twenty pounds. So you can't say it's nothing. literally. There is twenty, literally um, twenty pounds. So your only task is you have a set amount of time. The one mm-hmm. we're doing, you have five hours to finish. So you plot your own course. You have to get all of to all of those locations. It's a team event. You're with two to five people. So you get to that location. Some supervised. You get to that location. You take a picture with everybody in your team. You send it to the cadre. They say you're good to go. So you have to get to all of the locations on the list and get back to the start finish point by by the end time. That's the task. Question. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of work to take some pictures with my friends. And yeah. you're already my North Star, Kale. Oh, for the love. I will strongly consider it. And I have. (laughs) I'm like, the more you're talking, I'm like, you're just talking at the wall, friend. (laughs) No, I I fully invest in like walking and sweating with friends. I I think that is an important. No, it is a cool thing. Like for real, like get out there, get active, get out of the house. I'm all about that for real. But you don't. It's a. (laughs) I have gone on two walks. It's a. This year. It's a good time. It's a good story. And that's, you know, that's kind of. Hanging out with you guys. That would be fun. That would be fun. Dude, I'm telling you, it, it's a great time. When it, is it? Let me know the date and I'll probably be busy. No. But no, let me know the date and I will. November I will, 6th. November 6th. On my wedding anniversary. I even have a discount code. Like you even celebrate that anymore. I celebrate at least that. Dude, if it's, not a no, if it's not an anniversary ending in a five or a zero, quit wasting your time. It's ending in an 11. Yeah, that doesn't count. Well. That's a big fat nothing. I'm sorry. Double numbers. So bring, so bring her with you. Jade, my wife's doing it. Jade's doing it. And she's bringing the kids? No. We, okay. We're ditching the kids. <sighs> I will strongly consider I've only it. made that reimbursement offer to one other person. Uh, and How much st- is this? It's, it's, $239. $200 to walk? Nah, it's not. It's uh, with, <laughs> our, with, with our exclusive Solid 7 discount Tell code. Me. Uh, it's it's I think less? It's like, I think it's 55 55? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, now I'm interested. And not not if, but when you finish inside the time hack, you get a patch to prove it. And you think, ah, who cares about a patch? But when you've earned it, it's pretty cool. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I already <laughs> I already have a patch. <laughs> <laughs> so I will consider it. All right. You heard it here, folks. Jason's in. Jason's I in. Hold him to that. Consider it. Hold him to that. So uh <laughs> it's uh you can even you can even carpool. You can ride with us. How about so. I carpool while you guys walk? Hmm. You could pull. Uh, that's what that was my joke. You could pull like a Stanley and Creed and just hop in a cab mm-hmm. while everyone walks, and then you walk to the end for a disease that's already been cured. <laughs> and this is just this is just a good opportunity to get out there and exercise. I'm all about that. Yeah, I like to walk. 
I walk a lot. We're we're doing uh, some ruck meetups between now and then, giving people a chance to try it out. We've got spare spare rucks. We've got spare weight. We've Question, been we've been rucking. What is a ruck? We've been rucking. It's a bag, right? So, or something yeah, you the carry? Mi- the military, pretty much globally, English speaking militaries refer to like the packs that they carry as a ruck. Got you. And so the way the name the name came about, if you've listened to the episode with Emily when she was stationed in, in Africa, uh, J- her husband Jason, who who is the see, you should come. You say the name. It's Full right there. Circle. Uh, her husband Jason, who was a Green Beret, came to visit her while she was uh, stationed at the CIA station there in, in West Africa. Noticed things were pretty were pretty sketchy, and he built her a, a go bag. Like uh, if mm-hmm. things go down, here's the essentials you should have with you in your car. But he didn't call it a go bag. He called it a go ruck. That's where that's where the name Go Ruck comes that's from. Cool. Yeah, pretty pretty slick. So, but we've actually been doing our rug meetups right where you got married, buddy. That's no our way. that's our meeting oh, spot. Oh yes, I did see, see that. See? I did see that. Mm-hmm. So, so you want me on my anniversary to go to the place that I got married? No, no, I want you to go to Jacksonville Beach with oh, me. Oh my gosh, you're, you at the, t- you're at the beach. You can have dinner at the ocean. Anniversary dinner at the ocean. Oh. All right, little engine that could listen. I, listen, you, you, we're we're adults. You can literally you can literally celebrate your anniversary on any day of the calendar. That's true. It does not does not matter. That might not be true. I'm not saying your anniversary doesn't <laughs> right. matter, but when you celebrate it, kind of inconsequential, isn't it? Isn't I mean, it? I I don't know. I have a lot I mean, to celebrate. Kind of I pretend. married the prettiest girl in school. So. All right, so listeners, if you want to come and you know do the do the Go Rock Star course in Jacksonville Beach with um, uh, world renowned illusionist Jason Alvarado, he'll zip he'll code renowned. Get be it there. right. He'll be there with us. Yep, that's true. So starcourse dot solid seven podcast dot com, and you can register and come join that's us. That's really cool. With the fifteen uh, percent off promo code solid seven fifteen off capital mm. S's. Mm. Just for our listeners, wow. that is pretty cool. That is awesome. That. Yeah, we're excited about that. And if you want a little extra good living before that, we're going to do the Chad 1000X and uh, support that cause. And so you can... Is that a robot? Uh, similar. <laughs> similar. Chad so. 1000X. Because I know T1000 yeah. has these blades that come out of it. <laughs> I stopped caring about robots after Johnny 5. So. That is true. Yeah. When he turned bad and they sang I Need a Hero, I thought that was the coolest scene ever, honestly. I'm like, he's like got a mohawk, now yes. he's bad robot. I always associate Later uh, King. I Need a Hero with Who's Harry Crumb. Have you ever seen Who's Harry Crumb? It's a John Candy movie. Wait. Where he's like a private detective, but he's not very good at it, but of course it all works out okay Did anyways. you John Candy? Yeah. What a legend. Oh my gosh. I have this theory that I've shared on here before, and I think you can support it with science, that you can be really, really funny, Mm-hmm. You can be really, really fat. True. You can be really, really famous. Are you describing me entirely? But if you're all three, you're gonna die. Hmm. If you're funny, you're fat. I mean, we're all gonna die. Famous. But I mean, before yeah, I'm pretty young, sure. no before your don't time, don't take life too seriously. Yeah. No one's getting out alive. Um. If you're fat, if you're funny, and you're famous, you are going to die prematurely. So is probably your argument. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Chris Farrell. I think he saw it Farley, but Farley we'll there later. My bad. <laughs> um, Chris Farley. John Candy. John Candy. That com- that Ralphie comedian guy. Ralphie. He died? I'm pretty sure he died. I didn't know that. Make sure I'm not saying the wrong person. Somebody make sure I'm, no, I'm not saying the wrong person. No, I think last time you the said guy who this. Always, he had his like hands in his pockets, but they were like. like I had to type in three letters and he popped up on Google. Uh, so who's... But Jason never dated him, so it's okay. I never dated a, a fat, famous, uh, funny guy. Ralphie May, this guy, he's like. He's like, Ralphie he's May. just fat, fat, fatty. 
fat. God bless him. He died in 2017. Wow. Are we fat shaming? We're probably not supposed to say fat anymore. I, I think we're supposed to say... I was just quoting Michael Scott right there when he was talking about the one guy. Yeah, where can, he just kept going, yeah, he was so fat. Fat. <laughs> fatty. Maybe fat. we should so, find him and apologize for closure. Uh, yeah, that's I know true. me. No. I could never do it. He was yeah. just so fat. Yeah. So, yeah, that's an interesting theory. Is it one of those things, like, with various well, slurs else? where, like, I can say people are fat because but I'm fat? But then you fat. also have to consider, like, drug drug problems. Yeah. Yeah, that's a condition. Because sometimes a loaf of bread isn't enough. That's true. That's very true. It's not one, two, so, three slices. So it's, it's a loaf. A loaf. <laughs> so R.I.P. John Candy. But if you'd like to honor him and you've never seen it, check out Who's Harry Crumb. I don't know if it holds up, but it or always Uncle entertained Buck. me. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Uh, Macaulay twist Culkin. Twisted. Yeah. Um, Planes, trains, and automobiles. Great. Great movie. Oh gosh, what a king. That was probably I think my favorite. No, of his. the the gate guard at Wally World. Yes. And then he was in. Sorry, cartoons. folks. Parks closed. <laughs> he was in. He was in cartoons. He was amazing. Yeah. What about the other guy? Um, well, he Le- had that cartoon Camp Candy. That was the cartoon, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, That's yeah. where I recognize him from. And then a, a couple other movies. Oh, Home Alone. He was in that. That's where I first met him as a kid. Yeah. Uh, or saw him. Um, what's the Polka other King of the Midwest? Right. What about <laughs> What about the other guy? Um, oh my goodness, uh, Larry Anderson. Is he alive? Is what? that his name? Louis Anderson. Louis. Louis. Yes. Did no, he die? Louis still alive. Dude, See, when I was a kid, my family like Drew we, Carey. We he's still loved, alive. Yeah, but Drew lost weight. That's why he's but still he's, alive. He's chunky so Louis, again. you might have Louis. I don't know if Louis was ever super famous. Did Drew Carey put weight back on? I think he did. Not to make everything Penn Teller, but does it still creep you out? He is way like skinny. A skinny, short-haired Penn Teller. I don't know if I'm okay with it. You know what? It's because we we have this image of what he looks like in our mind for decades, yeah. and now he is I mean, a pencil. Uh, Penn, if you're listening, I'm glad you got healthy, and you can come on the podcast anytime. But it's just, it's a hard adjustment. Now, you know who I'll never adapt to, because I'm sorry, at this point, his head is just too big for his body. You talking about me? Skinny Al Roker. I can't handle it. Al Roker? Roker? Roker. I don't know who that is. He's the... The weather guy. He's the... Oh, yeah. Good Morning America or something? One of those. Today's show, yeah. Good Morning America. They're all the same. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. But I can't adjust to a skinny Al Roker. Mm. So. I also don't like... What's the other guy? Sharpton. He looks weird Whoa, skinny. Sharpton. Well, same, that th- is same thing. His, his head change. looks oversized for his body now, though. Because when I saw him... I like, think Al Roker looks fine. He looks great. He has the glasses that good. balances his Sharpton head Sharpton looks crazy. Yeah. Like, well, compared to what he looked like before. I like, guess I've only known him skinny, though. Here's a side by side of Roker. Like, I, yeah, he looks fat. That's kind of how I picture him in my head. But then him skinny, like, he look, look at him. He looks stylish. He has stylish sunglasses. He has the goatee to kind of balance True. stuff. In these He's what about the guy on American kind. Idol? Um, Randy? Uh, Randy. Randy Jackson. He got really skinny, too. Yeah, but it works for him. I'm okay with that. It did. I'm okay with that, dog. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Yeah, it's not It's not going to be. It's I not like, going to be. It's I a no for me. Uh, look at him and well this photo is just terrifying he looks terrifying in that photo yeah. this photo but mm-hmm. the side by sides of randy jackson no no and, no for real um what's the guy we just said dear god i'm tired what is it um but sharpton a, yeah. looks crazy yeah. back yeah. in the but 80s he's me, also just crazy in of himself but yeah it, it did take it took me forever to get used to a skinny drew carey too drew carey was there's a there, there's something about I don't know what it adds, but it adds like this comfort, this charm, you know, like it's disarming. Yeah. Like, oh, you're not a threat to me. Yeah. True. It's I can get probably, away from what you. Are they, what do they say? The lizard brain, the monkey brain. I'm like, we're measuring everybody up. I'm like, eh, I could take this. Yeah. Guy. If a bear's chasing us, I'm good. I'm kicking you in the shin. I don't shin. need to be faster than the bear. I just got to be faster <laughs> than accurate. you. That's accurate. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Wow. So, 
But then every once in a while you come you come across a big boy that's got some legs and that now you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Now you have a survival situation. That's true. You gotta figure it out. That's true. You just gotta you just gotta you gotta kneecap them or something. That's accurate. So mm. <laughs> that was a good lull. We we've, uh, we've solved sometimes, things. and this is probably just a lack of talent on our part. Some things you you just can't segue out of. And you cannot segue out of famous people who were hefty and got thin is a tough one. That's true. Hey, I'll start to get divorce this year. Uh, you hate to hear it. Um, That's it. That's but, uh, what's funny is we don't, we don't really do this. Uh, uh, maybe this is the patriarchy. Maybe we're sexist or whatever. We don't really do this to the women. Adele's dropped a ton of weight. Looks phenomenal. And we're not like, yeah, Adele just looks weird now. Bro, I've been jamming. Karen, I've been jamming out to some Adele lately. Mm. I haven't listened to her in years. Man, she, she hasn't still, done anything really. Dude, right. you, for, you forget, Music-wise? man. I know. Like, and I was forget. like, man, everything's just a hit. Yeah, it is. Just Hello pipes, from the man. other side. Come on. Yeah, no, same thing. That like, is a good song, especially when they get into these other realms. Which I guess she's still kind of just stuck with music. But it's like Kelly Clarkson's gone and done all these things, and you forget like when you just hear her sing. Like, there's a reason she was the first winner of American Idol. Like, she's just got pipes. Oh, for sure, she has not gotten skinny though. Hey, she, hey, I, hey. Um, what is it about uh, Adele? There's I saw this funny meme cartoon where it was just cartoon characters acting out the song I Set Fire to the Rain. And so it's this little stick figure guy and he's got a lighter and he's walking up to the rain and, and I watch it burn and he, then he says, as I touch your face and he just slaps this girl sitting next to him and it was just, I was like, that is a weird lyric yeah. to think about. It. I don't even know what now, that means. I've it seen, sounds like arson. That seems to be a whole thing right now. Like wow. I keep seeing these videos where people are like, a song from like the nineties or two thousands is playing. They're like, when you actually listen to the words of that song, you used to jam out to as a teenager and they're singing and it's horrible lyrics. We yeah. just didn't know what we were singing. Oh, or yeah, talking. for sure. Was, I see a lot of those videos. Hidden. Now. It was hidden. Like, like, um, I want to hold your hand was supposed to be very like, or, or I don't know if it was the time also was like, Whoa, you can't sing about that. Like offensive, but you blew my mind when you told me about closing time. Was oh it you? Oh my gosh. The greatest. Oh, this we might have to find and play. So yeah, the song closing time. Yeah. Which if you, you know, I think a lot of people know that song. I think it's pretty popular. And then of course it was kind of prominent in an episode of the office while oh Andy God. was the boss, uh, which was genius. But the dude that's the lead singer, I don't even know, know that band off the top of my head. Who is it? that does Closing, closing time, time band. Um, so the lead singer, his wife was having, I want to say their first child. Se- th- semi-sonic. 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 See, it that doesn't, I don't know if they, mm. were they one hit wonders? I don't know. Yeah. Why but, not go full Sonic? So the, but the lead singer tells the Get whole story ring. about closing time where his wife was having their first child, a child, I don't know. Um, but he didn't want to write that typical, like I'm having a kid song that yeah. musicians will write. And so Closing Time is a song about his kid being born. Yes. And this isn't like internet hearsay. There's a video or audio of him explaining. And I had to go find it to believe setup. you. I was like, you're lying, yes. and dude. Then, but then you go and listen to it in that context, yeah. and it makes perfect sense. Well, right? the one line, like, you're going to go out to the place that you'll be from. Yes. Like, that never made sense to me. But when you think about it, like, like the place that you're going to be from is the place you're born. So it's just, yeah. it was a weird thing. And I... I'd love to pick his brain about... Who does he want to take him home? I know who I want to take me home. Who's that? I guess the parents. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's question. from the point of view of the, the kid. I want to take me home. So, well, wait a minute. Maybe when the parents see the baby in that little room where the babies are all waving, you know? I don't think they wave, dude. Well, my kid does. 
<laughs> He's made waves in my uh, life. But I like I do. I'd love to interview him at some point and ask about the context of some of those so lines. Cool. Um, yeah, like that with that one. Like, hey, what was the point of you on mm-hmm. that one? Uh, and there might be just you know creative whatever. And then the one song, um, the hook brings you back. You remember that song? Sing um, it. In the hook, brings we didn't you touch back. on this, but you're actually. Uh, you're a bit of a Renaissance man. Uh, you play so. <laughs> you play piano. You taught yes. yourself piano. I did. Um, you've you've got a, a nice singing voice. That's what they say. A nice singing voice, especially uh, the ladies you, who can't hear too well. Um, he, you, you've got a bit of a penchant for the falsetto. A bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a crutch. The song um, that you're referencing right now is called "Hook" by Blues Traveler. Blues Traveler. I freaking so love me some song, Blues Traveler. Okay, so this song is. The whole song is in um, on the cruise that I was on. There was a singer in one of the whatever areas, and she described the song to us. And yeah. I was like, "Wait a minute!" And it was another one of those closing time moments where I was like, "Hold on!" So basically, the entire song is just him saying, "You don't care what I'm saying right now. Yeah. You don't care what you're hearing right now. You want to know why? Because this hook's gonna bring you back." But is it? I thought the line in that. I thought the lyric is, "The heart brings you back." Mm-mm. You gotta maybe the heart. You gonna hit us with a little bit of it here, Josh? I think if we're under thirty seconds, we're okay. Oof! I don't think I know this song. Oh my Listen. gosh! My confession draws you near. This is a good song. Are we actually gonna get to the hook? I don't know. Right here. I don't know the song. I thought it was gonna be right there. Me too. Go back a little bit ahead of that. Go back a little bit ahead of that. Yes. It's the hook. I've always sang that as the heart brings you back. Yeah. Triple check that that's caught. What's called hook? You know. No, it's the hook that brings you back. I, yeah. I was looking at the lyrics. Nice. So that the hook is the chorus. And it's like the hook just keeps you. And so when you hear that kind of idea in music, I just, I'm always fascinated with that. Same thing with Hallelujah. The, the famous um, oh, not a fourth, not a fifth. yeah he's like the fourth the fifth those are the notes that he's playing yeah. the fourth the fifth the minor chord and the major lift now um, I will say you oh, hear minor you hear fall. all, ki- you hear fall. all kinds right. of covers of that song and I'm sorry but it begins and ends with Jeff Buckley no one should ever record that song I agree. again I agree. if you want to hear that song just just play Jeff Buckley Gavin, Gavin McGraw I think did one once and I was okay <sighs> we've got a good friend that I've heard cover it whose name is also Jason. He My did it God. justice, but he sang it like like Buckley, and he's got pipes. Oof. Leonard you've, Cohen is the original of that uh, one? Like, you've written and recorded songs? Mm-hmm. Like, you're you're a musician. I am a musician too. and a magician. Do you, I uh, am the do Eminem. you ever lead or play anymore? I don't ever see it or hear Not it. Not anymore. What a waste you I are. know, I am. I, I haven't written a, my, my only claim to fame. My one-hit wonder is... <laughs> I almost quoted a song from a featured artist. Um, is, I can't think of the song I wrote now. Renew me. There it is. Is that uh, which album was that on? That is We Are Free album. So if you want, if you want to hear a song by written, no one's going to flag us playing a sample of that. Song. Written, written and performed by Jason. You can find it probably iTunes and Spotify yeah, and or Apple Music and Spotify it on, the, on another album. Um, or so uh, it wouldn't be band. under your name, I don't think. No, it was I got under, zero credit. I think probably mainstream worship. Is no, it's it literally under. just under mainstream Orlando. Mainstream, yeah. It's a and little then sort of it's a the only. Pot, like you type in mainstream Orlando and then renew me is like boom. I am zip code what? renowned, guys. Right there. Zip code so um, renowned. Yeah, it's funny. You hadn't heard you you've heard of Blues Traveler. You just hadn't heard that song. 
Right. Because I feel like Blues Traveler is very much. This is Jason. I true can't sing story. it in that key with you. I got to step down e. one. Okay. True story though. <laughs> that is, is my that is my breakup song. Like a lot of people don't know that. Like that's the song that I played and sang by myself as I'm crying like a little <laughs> milk sop. And that was it. What year did you guys break up? Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, oh my that's, goodness. It says in 07? Probably. Hey, that's another year of some other loss. Um, this is... People <laughs> no, need... that's probably true. People yeah. need to understand. Yes. People need to understand, understand how bad what? this was. Oh, this was horrible. Jason dated this girl long time. How long? Five years, I think. Long time. And uh, had been, like, had taken this new job out of state, new city. Don't get me started knows, on this. Knows nobody, knows nobody <laughs> oh, but the guy gosh. that's hiring him. Yeah. So going there... No base, no support system, Oof. no whatever. I'm about to get mad. And Jason gets there. It's like the day you're there, right? No. So we're there for a week. She helps lead worship at this church I'm at. And I mean, and then like, dude, the day comes where she's going home. And so we drive up to Alabama. I, I'm doing my new job. We're doing my thing. Greenbow, Alabama. <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> and uh, whatever. And then like, so like literally like it, it ends, so we're we're there, and and it was like the Michael Scott saying goodbye to Pam in the airport moment, like right. it was that brutal, yeah. And like, I mean, it was so dramatic. Like we are crying. I do not know when I'm going to see her. Yeah, and she's in talks with getting signed, and all these things, and for years signed with a record label, yeah, with a record label, yeah. And she also learned how to sign her name. Uh, <laughs> I was really proud of her. And I said, uh, anyways, so. So there we are, and she's walking. I mean, it was the most pathetic, slobbering, dramatic moment. You guys I've weren't ever breaking had. up, though. No, it, it was just, was just, just saying bye. It was just, just saying bye. I don't know when I'm going to see this girl again. Mm. And I'm like, I'm all alone in Birmingham, Alabama at that moment. And it was the first time I've ever moved out of my house and right. been away from community and friends. Ooh, it's an emotional story, dude. I don't know, but man, like, so she's, we say goodbye I, right. and she's like, I'm going to go talk to this record company, pray for me. And so for like five years, I would go with her to almost every gig, help yeah. her set up. Before, right. This is like before the, the move. This is before yeah. the move and everything. So anyway, so I'm, oh, this is so, dr- I don't know we can get into it, but. <laughs> Are so you about to cry, dude? Here, no, Are you about to no, cry? this was, this we was haven't, We haven't made anybody cry on the podcast. Oh, I, well, I'm not going to cry, okay? I've been rucking for years. <laughs> so here, I've been carrying this weight, um, <laughs> the weight of, uh, of a dented fender. So anyway, so here's what happens. I go and I go and um, dude, I mean, I don't know, we could stop or whatever, but so she's not going to hear this. She doesn't care. Uh, so here's the deal. You so, both no, have no, families no, now. No, you no, all hey, moved hey, on. Hey, We're all hey, adults. Let's pause. No. No, I don't think I don't think she's. A, there, there's potential there. I don't hate her. I, I don't either. I don't. I may have. 100%. I think I probably offered to hate her for you. you did because you good never asked me to do. Yes, that is when true. you're a guy and you're a friend, that's what you do. Yeah, you say you, I will burn. You this. offer to hate them. You offer to tell <laughs> burn Scranton to the ground. You offer Utica. to you Utica. offer to hate them. My you bad. offer to tell everyone that they're crazy. But Absolutely. you never took me up on that offer. And yeah. she's. Like we can we can tell the story because like yeah. it's not even you hear this and this this sucked for you but she's 100. not a bad 
Absolutely. Like she's not a bad person. She's not someone. Well, I don't have a problem with her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, well, I mean, no. well, this is that, 2007. That's the, that's, the, that's the part of the story that you're yeah. alluding to that we can leave that we can leave off to some extent. Sure. Because I get what yeah. you're saying there, right? But, yeah, but I mean, anyway, so like. We'll tell that on the uh, Patreon. Yeah, so I, I mean, we, we, we leave the airport and I'm in Alabama by myself and I mean, oh, and I don't know, this is before GPS on the phone. Yeah. Like, so this has got to be 06 maybe or something like that. Like. So this is, I mean, that sounds crazy to people nowadays. What? You didn't know where you were? I had no idea how to get to the guy's house that I was staying with. So I drive and I'm like, literally like, I don't know where I am. I don't know how to get back to this random, like college kid's apartment that I was sleeping on his couch for a couple of weeks before I got an apartment up there. And I'm driving and I finally get to the house, miracle. And I go to open or knock on the door. He's not there. So I'm like, awesome. So then I find his number through my phone and I call him. It's like, hey, man, I just want you to know I'm back. Uh, uh, are you guys here? Or, and he's like, hey, man, we're at a Super Bowl party. And I was like, okay, uh, we'll, be, we'll be there in a couple hours. So I'm locked <laughs> outside of this apartment. My heart is shattered and whatever. And so then long story short, like I, I then just go, I wander and I finally end up in a Walmart parking lot and the phone rings. And it's the part of the story where like, not her, but. this is You get a phone call from somebody who's massively influential in her life. percent. And he gives me a call and he's like, this relationship is needing to end. You know, this relationship just does not need to happen. And he's like, I don't know why you're doing this. And, you know, in fact, I kind of never see this thing working out with whatever. And I mean, I was like, and I'm you like, to talk about kicking somebody when they're I was, down. I, and when he called, I was so, it was this dramatic moment where I'm like, yay, finally, somebody from home that loves me, you know, who said to me, literally, I want to be a father figure to you because I know you didn't have that growing up. And then just says this line. I'm like, oh, so anyways, I, I carried it for a long time. This was my ruck. And uh, but then I found the North Star called Lauda, and mm. everything changed. I feel like everyone likes hearing a good breakup story. That's why I was like, "Why are you guys trying to like walk on eggshells?" It's like mad old. We're all adults. You all we, have we families are, now. I, I, Who I cares? I, and here's the thing: like, had, the, had I had talked about this you a talk, long time one ago, of you talk. I, did we talk about this like like for real? Like I've been married eleven years happily. Had we talked about this like the year of, oh, I yeah. would have been dropping. Well, <laughs> for sure. So no, I want to be clear. There's. Uh, there's a villain, if not villains, in this story. It's it's just not her, and I don't want to like I don't want to paint that picture. That's, well, sure, that's, I don't think we need to disclose why, names. That's but. why I'm walking on like eggshells. <laughs> sure, and I um, and I, I respect that, and, like, and I don't want to be. I'll say to whatever. her credit, I remember a few years later her being back in town. Oh God, and I me. like I know I don't think she was looking to like rekindle things, but I know she very much wanted to talk to you, and you mm-hmm. just weren't ready yet. But like. Like she made the effort to like make amends yeah. even. So Hold it's on. like, so you, he, this guy that was someone in her life yep. basically initiated the breakup. Did you call her and talk to her? Never, that was the breakup. That's the thing. I never told her that he called me and told me all this. I never did. She doesn't know Dude, he you, called? I, I never told her. You, you needed to cut a sleeve off her sweater. You needed closure. That's... Yeah, I don't Holly, know Holly, Holly Michael Scott. Uh, that's an office reference. So, yeah. Don't go cutting sleeves off people's yeah. sweaters. So, so you never, that was the breakup. No, then. that wasn't. So then all of a sudden it planted this seed that that this. Like he was wanting you to call her and end it. Or, or that he was going to make sure that this relationship didn't last much longer. Oh, wow. And so it just planted this seed of just like, oh, uh, uh, just pain. And then all of a sudden a couple months later, 
She calls me. I wrote a song about that. That's a song that will kill everybody. It's a, I, the, the, the name of the song. It, it's, like the ring, it's like the ring. We all just hear it and just die. Yeah. In seven days, we have a creepy girl crawl out of a well. And, uh, With a boom box. And she says, well, well, well. And uh, anyways, but yeah, it's horrible. It's, the song's called a breakup song called Wednesday Night. I've wanted to sing it. But no, real talk though, like real talk him. I sincerely, Whoa. I sincerely like it does not hurt anymore. Yeah. And that I think that's probably the the best part about like if you're going through a breakup, like just knowing that if you get around the right people, you keep doing the right things. Well, you're clearly not around the right people. Well, that is obvious, but <laughs> usually um, I'm with all the voices in my head and uh, whatever. Anyways, but no, that's the truth of the matter. Like you will get out can of you, it. Can you describe the phone call of her calling you to break oh, up? Well, that's what the whole song's about. <laughs> all right. Can you sing the song right now? Where's the guitar? I could, but it would. Do you need me to give you middle C? Hang on. Uh-huh, middle C. Can, it sounds like this. Mm. Um, no, yeah, it was <laughs> It was painful, but thank God that's over. And yeah. you know what's funny? When you're in the middle of those seasons, you're always like, this will never end. This yeah. is going to define my life. And when you were you a realize. child, did you have chicken pox? I did. And you didn't get shingles out I of this. Didn't. Yeah, you, you should talk about his. You didn't even one. really care then. If huh? you didn't get shingles, you weren't. You didn't even That's really true. care. I wasn't committed to yeah. you yeah. know a skin disease. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a virus. It was a virus. Yep. Yeah. God knows your heart. One in yeah. three people. If you have the chicken box, you have a one in three chance. <laughs> Dude, when he went through his breakup, he was like, <laughs> he just walked around the office saying, "Yep, she gave me shingles." <laughs> like that was the running joke. He's like, "How bad was your breakup? Did you get shingles? Get out of my face!" Uh, I know, like little interns would be coming in with the sniffles. Like I have, a, I have a little cold. I'm like, "Do you have shingles? Do you have blisters around your body? Then shut it." <laughs> he literally became the like in my daily walk uphill both ways in the snow yeah. to school. You know what chicken pox are? <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. No, you had to have actual like bubonic plague if Josh was going to let you off the hook. No, at that that's time. true, and that yeah. was horrible. I felt that was for you. one of the most painful but moments now of my mar- life. We're all married. We've I know. That's why I'm like, let's it. talk about it. It's listen, fun. Listen, much much like losing a pet. Let's not talk about that. I'm be- not ready for that. The best solution for the last pet is the next pet. That's well, that's why Kira and I we're going to get when maybe when we get a house. Uh, so maybe like you're gonna replace your dog two, immediately. No, two you three just keep, years. You just keep a rotation. Maybe you let me finish a thought. I'm sorry, let me have a tangible ahead. thought. Go ahead, Sarah. Look at all the office references today that we've been mm-hmm. ro- rocking. Anyways, uh, we want to get another dog. Maybe when Kuma is about four, three or four, Jeez. and uh, get another dog so that when Kuma inevitably dies, uh, we we don't have to go home to a quiet house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you still hear the jingle when you open the door. What if you, and what if you just put on repeat videos of you Did, playing have with you, them? Have you never read Where the Red Fern Grows? Oh, uh, Probably in high school. Let's yeah. traumatize You're going to want to read Where the Red Fern Grows first. Yeah, uh, probably won't. Will. <laughs> yep, go out to the woods. No, I'm still... When that dog itself is moping around and mourning the loss of its friend, that ain't going to help, bro. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still not I, I, I know it's going to come one day and I'm not at all emotionally prepared to lose. Kuma You're not. You shouldn't all. be. Yeah. You should live today. That's fully. why. And I think I've said on here every what? day I freaking pet and walk that dumb dog. I love her. Like I'm thinking this memento mori. This could be the last time Oof. I walk her. And so that makes me appreciate walking in that moment. Like this could be the last time I walk her. And then I, I value it even more. And then, mm-hmm. oh, I get one more. Another day ba- passes. I go, oh, I can walk her again. Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Another chance. And then I walk, go through that walk. This could be last time. And then every time you get to walk, it's like, oh, I get to do this again. Yep. It's a good little mentality. Life hack. That's true. To appreciate time. Memento Mori. Mm-hmm. Get a dog. Become stoic. Uh, and then yep. with kids, it's going to be even worse. That's why I don't want kids. Because like, if I'm like this with kids, a freaking oh, dog, it's crazy. It's going to be worse with the child. It, it will. 
It and I'm like, worse. oh god, I but, don't know how you even leave. Let them. I I feel sad leaving my dog in the stupid kennel. How do you leave your chil- mm-hmm. your human children, like wherever? Like there's shooters, there's pedos, like all these horrible True. things. There's not pedos and shooters for dogs. No, the well, statement that like <laughs> haunts me is too strong a word, but I heard it and it stuck with me. And I don't know if you've heard this one, but it's just the statement that sometime will be the last time that you yeah. pick your kid up. Yep. Like, not that they're going to pass and they're gone, just at some point, like, yep. you're not picking, they're picking them up and holding them. Sometime, mm-hmm. sometime will they be get the, fat and become comedians. Sometime will be the last John time. Candy. And then you just have to hope they don't get famous. That's true. That's yeah. true. And, uh, and not be funny. So that's why now, like, my uh, my son, who's a, about to turn four, I mean, he's not a little, little kid. He's heavy now. Yeah. And so every time he picks me up, I'm like, Ugh. He picks you up? Yes. <laughs> He's strong, bro. He wow. Does, he, he will pick Is his he little sister. Hulk? He will pick his little sister up and haul, haul her around now. But so even now when he's like, uh, you know, uppies, I'm like, oh, I don't know, bro. But then. I yeah. hear that phrase in the back of my head. I'm like, all right, Zion let's muscle really, up and do this. He's he's heavy, but he's really lean. I don't. I think he's going to yeah. be like Phelps or something. Like he's so skinny. I'm like, dude. Well, you have him in soccer, so you're already on the wrong track. I know. Well, so he's going to caca. He'll like, be caca. Caca. Yep. You should watch Ted Lasso. Speaking of soccer. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, Jason's you know how I feel about really good with the sports ball. <laughs> yeah. I think you could enjoy Ted Lasso without appreciating yeah, the sport. Yeah, you've aspect. seen me go to I the rodeo soccer. with a bear. I hate soccer. It's stupid. But I like Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Okay. I'm with you. No, you're right. Like the last time, it will be the last time. Yeah. There's um, that Ryan Holiday has that one podcast with where he has the line, um, it's the thousandth time that counts. Like, so he's like, so just say yes to jumping in the pool or pushing your kid on the swing or down the yeah. stairs, whatever you do, uh, whatever. Like, say yes to all those little things because it will be the last time before you know it. Is that his dad podcast? Yeah. It's, Daily Dad. It's so funny good. the things that stand out, which the Daily Dad <coughs> social media get a real for the up. love. Sorry, Robo. Um, <laughs> the Daily Dad uh, social media is a good follow. Like, their yeah. Insta is good and stuff too. But uh, it comes up on here all the time. But have you guys gotten into Bluey at your house? The TV show Bluey, Bluey? yeah. Mm-mm. So a kid show you can actually enjoy. It's on Disney Plus. You'll love it. Mm. It's from Australia. It's like six or seven minute episodes, so it's a good for like okay, you can watch one more. Yeah. But so there's this line in one of them, like the dad's Kuma got loves it. The uh, the dad's got the kids. They're waiting outside of uh, like a restaurant to pick up food, and the kids are just getting into everything, and he's just getting frustrated, and they're making a mess, and they knock the food off the table, whatever. And so their meal comes with fortune cookies and he cracks one open and like the fortune, it's the dumbest thing to stick with you. Um, but it's like a flower may never, a flower may bloom again, but a person is never young again. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just hits him. Like I should just be letting them play in the water and be dumb and whatever. Cause they mm-hmm. only get to do this once. Yep. And so now all the time, like if our kids want to go back and like, dig in the dirt and play in the mud. My natural inclination is like, oh, you're going to get all messy. I don't want to clean you up. Yep. And I think of that stupid line from that stupid mm-hmm. fortune cookie in this kid's show. I'm like, just let them get dirty, dude. It ain't going to yep. be the end of the world. Yep. Just do it. You're right. Yep. Memento Mori. Memento Mori. So, well, being that this is the OG lunch crew, this, this is. is the basis for our podcast format, mm-hmm. which is to say no format at all. Yeah, we just... Y- just mercilessly insult each let's, other. Let's mm-hmm. hit on some typical lunch issues. One, have you guys seen this it. crazy picture from like Lockheed Skunk Works? I don't even know how you get this this picture. I saw this just this afternoon. It's like some crazy, I don't know, jet, drone, whatever they're Whoa. working at. Looks like, like a stealth 
Um, looks like a B-wing type looking. It, it looks like a UFO is what it freaking yep. looks like. Wow. Like, this is wow. whatever this is. It's crazy. Wow. And I'm wondering just like there's, you know, all the geopolitical tension going on right now. I wonder if it's not like because things like this don't really leak. So I'm wondering if this was just a bit of an intentional flex. You mean, you mean all the dripping of like, hey, we've now confirmed that UFOs are real. No, no, no. I think this is more like, oh, China advances military technology. I'm thinking this, like the fact that this leaked, this picture's out there. I think this is more like, don't forget that we're ahead of you all. I hope so. Well, speaking of that, I mean, like with what they were able to capture in Afghanistan, like they're like the weapons and the technology that they got. Hey, everything was disabled and nothing worked, so they didn't take you know what anything. I'm saying? Bro. Like, like there's no way that our enemies or whatever aren't going to grab that technology, learn everything about it. I mean that that freaks me out about that more than probably, you know, whatever. So that I just I saw that picture just this afternoon. I'm like, that is crazy. That um, does look like a UFO. It looks like. It looks insane. Uh, ScarJo's getting paid. Disney's settling. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Disney's going to cut her a big fat check. She wins. What are you talking about? So Scarlett Johansson was Mm -hmm. suing Disney over the way they released Black Widow. Okay. And they settled. Because her initial... Did you hear about that? The controversy at all? 2020, right? It was supposed to come out. Well, it was supposed to come out in theaters, but then Disney changed it to only come out in Disney+. Plus. Her contract explicitly, some said something like... I would get the money from the theaters or how much it made. But then they were like, no, we're gonna put it on Disney plus. So she doesn't get any of that cut. What? So she was like, we should renegotiate. Apparently Disney never went, wanted to renegotiate. They kept reaching out. They wouldn't go back to the table. So then she sued them. And today Good it, for her. it came out today's Friday, but today it came out that she, they settled. And yeah. Wow. She looks like she made a fat check. And you know, she said some nice things about Marvel and Disney. I know she's like, I'm looking forward to our future or and whatever. And they said the same thing back. So, which I was mm-hmm. wondering, cause I was watching one of the recent episodes of what if that had black widow in it. And so if you guys haven't watched, what if it's mm-hmm. an animated Marvel show yep. on uh, Disney plus. And so black widow was in it. And so like, she didn't voice it. They've used a lot of the MCU voices, the actual voices, it's almost all of them. She didn't voice black widow in what if, but that I think what if was made before this controversy. I think so too, but I'm like, I wonder if they redubbed but it. Isn't her story over? This. I mean, spoiler alert. Who, nobody's ever dead in the comics, dude, dude. What? Okay. Tony Stark is dead. Spoiler alert. Maybe. What have you watched? What if you don't care because you don't want to watch it because it's animated, right? Yeah, I'm just like I don't have time. But it's, I don't have time it's not like kid animated. It's an adult show. Have you watched well, this I'm newest not to episode? Watch the, no, dude. The okay, mo- the most recent one I haven't watched. So it's episode eight. Okay, mm-hmm. so I just thought these were little one-off, cutesy little. What if Captain America didn't become him? And wow. that's it. That's what. That's the theme song every week. Um, and so it just seems everybody's cute. running right out to watch it right I know. now. No, no, it's actually it's a decent show. There's yeah. some better than I mean, other I've episodes. heard that it's pretty cool. No, it's cool. Like- it's it's worth watching for sure. So you just think they're one-offs. You don't think they're to connect to the overall universe. Mm-hmm. This last episode, episode eight, straight fire. It's mm-hmm dope and it 100 is going to affect the mcu and i'm actually really excited to how they're going to do it because i just thought they were one-offs they weren't going to yeah. matter so mm-hmm. i'm just kind of half watching it and then this episode happens and i'm like oh my god well and that's the thing where it's like you say well she's dead right or, or iron man's dead now that they're well, doing when they introduce time travel now that they're doing the whole multiverse thing it doesn't matter they can do whatever right. they want they're not locked into right. anything there's always now. a cop-out right like whenever they introduce time travel i'm like 
come on, like I'm just I'm I'm in love with the the finality of it. You know, like once they're dead, they're not coming back. Welcome. I saw yeah. somebody make the point the other day. Moment like, there's been a lot of points made about like why tra- time travel is problematic in real life. But so, I heard a physicist somebody make the point the other day of like the problem is like you can't just be traversing time. You have to be traversing space because if you go back in any amount of time to where we're sitting right now, mm-hmm. the Earth isn't in this position in the universe. Right. Because not only is the Earth spinning it's and then moving, moving around the sun, but the sun's moving around the Milky Way galaxy. Right. So literally, if you traveled back in time, you know, whatever, a thousand years right now, you'd most likely just land in space and pop. <laughs> That's true. So then you get, so you've got to be not only figuring out the time you want to be at, but the exact position in all of the universe that the spot on Earth you want to be at was in, but if at the you're time you want to be back there. in time, wouldn't that also recalibrate space to that position? You know what I'm saying? Like, is is it just even further highlighting the impossibility of time travel? Yeah. Okay. There's also like the idea that the whole butterfly effect thing of like, <sighs> oh, I'm gonna be. I hated that movie. Like, well, okay, but take it to Back to the Future, where it's like, oh, I'm gonna go prevent I my love that movie. my you. We need to have physicist Jason back on to address this, but I am. Um, like you can't go back in time and change the timeline because it's already ha- like if anybody can go back in time, before. they already have, and this is where we it's ended like up. Lo- it's how lost it's always did it. existed. Time yeah. has always existed. Our yeah. time travel, at least. So there, we solved that for you, listeners. You know who You're solved welcome. it though was Christopher Hawkins. Did you hear about this experiment that he did, where he said he was going to throw a party, and then he he sent out the invitations. The next post day. party for time travelers. And he said, nobody ever showed up. What? Isn't that crazy? He's like, I want to, so, I mean, whatever. Granted, I mean, what are I the chances? I thought that was just like a meme and a joke. I didn't realize it no, was like I, an I actual. Real so thing that he how did. does he know that just to troll him, somebody didn't travel back in time way pre-party, meet him, befriend him, and attend the party, and they were actually yeah. from the future. He had just known yeah, them for 10 years. they were out years. there like, I don't know, doing something weird. Take that. That's a long game. Take that. Is that. A lo- that's the long game. Well, you know, I say we, we leave the listeners with that to ponder. And they need to watch Back to the Future. And you guys get back to us on, on, on what you think on the time travel. Amen. So, Kate, we have to go back. Well, dude, thanks for, you know, finally actually coming on the podcast. No, this is our lunch. For real. This is literally lunch. There you was, did like a solid hour and a half right there. There yeah, was no was food. Fun. Doesn't count. That's true. I'm starving, actually. I know. I never ate lunch today. I took a I'm nap instead. Away. That's, so. that's worth it. Yeah. But no, we appreciate you coming on, dude. Hey, Check man, out uh, you're on you're on Instagram. Instagram as, Shatter the Illusion shows my hashtags. And the website that's outdated and needs to be updated no, is my, my website actually didn't look bad. It was just I that know. one. My secular website is way better than my other one. Interesting. Yep. Interesting that you mm. prioritized. Well, I got to market to people who actually care over about there, that. But stuff. that website is <laughs> I dream the impossible. I dream the impossible. That camp. So go give Jason the follow. Check him out. Uh, you. You posted some video recently yeah. that got a little a little buzz. That's on the yeah. uh, the gram. On the gram on YouTube. Who made that video? So, some gorgeous hunk of dust named so, Rushua. Check him out. We are, of course, as you're aware, Solid Seven Podcast. We're on all the social medias. All the the website's up and running. You want to follow our social? You want to join us for the Star Course Chat One Thousand X? Throw some support at Jose. Buy yourself some Jocko Go. You can find all that at Solid Seven Podcast. Solid the number seven podcast. Uh, dot com and uh, 
hit our Patreon, give us a little support, get yourself a little mug, get a little bonus content, all those good things. But uh, for sure, for sure, get on there and uh, register for the uh, the Star Course with us November 6th in Jacksonville Beach. And uh, you can come and do that event with uh, with Illusionist Jason. So, Amen, brother. I'll be there. John Candy. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, have a great life. I have. Jason, this is for you. I just feel like you really need that after talking about your breakup. My you just need God. a round of applause. <laughs> but this is really what we all did. <laughs> you laughed at my pain. Entertain us. We laughed to hide the tears. Amen. So. Listeners, we love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. We're out.